0: I want to welcome you all to another Daily Decade, your rosary on the road. I don't have any special intentions in the inbox today, and I encourage you to change that. Go ahead and send in your intentions and prayer requests, no matter how great or how small. I'll be happy or really overjoyed to pray for you uh, if you send those to daily Decade requests at ProtonMail.com. That's Decade, D-E-C-A-D-E, requests in the plural at ProtonMail.com. There being no special intentions uh, in the uh, in the inbox today, I thought we might turn our attention to uh, something a little bit building off of what we prayed for yesterday, but a little bit more specific. You know, one of the great curses of having access to the internet is that you have uh, an exposure to all sorts of people from all walks of life, and you also have the ability to uh, build your own sort of intellectual and um, and psychological. Uh, holding pen for yourself in you, sort of your own uh, little corner of the, of the of the classroom that's just yours and shut other people out completely and when you live in one of these echo chambers for long enough it does have a tendency to uh, create a an, an inability to deal with people that live in other echo chambers and it also creates in us a sort of sense of pride of feeling like we've got it all together And it really, really matters, I've found, uh, to people, uh, and it really matters, I've found, much to my own chagrin, to me, what other people might be thinking about us, what their opinion of us might be, when we are online. Which is, of course, absurd, because most people that interact online interact anonymously. Which means that whatever their opinion of you can change, all you have to do is just scramble your IP and pick a new identity, anonymous identity, and all of that just goes away. But it bothers people. It bothers me while I'm on there. And you can get sucked into things. And so one of the vices that I became aware of in myself that I want to pray for everybody who struggles with this is this, it's a twin vice. It's it's a vice of anger, but it's a vice of anger that's rooted in a in a, in an absence of humility. And I want to pray for everybody that struggles with, that's struggling with that. Um, I also have two other intentions that are personal and unrelated uh, for um, someone who's two different people that I know that are waking making their way into the Catholic faith right now uh, and are at different stages of the progress of the process. Uh, but uh, one a uh, handmaiden of the Lord and another a servant of the Lord, uh, and that their journey will be completed successfully and swiftly, and that they will have all the graces of all the sacraments available to them soon. So we have two prayers. One is for people generally, all, all everyone in the audience and everyone that you love and care about, who struggles with uh, the vanity of... Of, str- of struggling with other people's opinions of them, and the anger that is born and resentment that is born out of humiliation. And I also want to pray for uh, two anonymous uh, l- friends, maybe listeners, I don't know, who uh, are making their way into the Catholic Church right now for their success. Today is a Friday, so we're going to be praying in Latin. And of course, it being a Friday, in addition to the abstention from meat that everyone should be doing, uh, Fridays are days that are specially consecrated, or at least are specially remembered as days of the Sacred Heart. First Fridays, of course, are the big day every month to the Sacred Heart, but every Friday you have an opportunity to turn and, uh, and say a special prayer to the Sacred Heart, and I encourage you to do so as we're going into the weekend. In the same way that Saturdays are good days to set aside for any Marian rule that you might have for yourself, uh, especially if you if you might be unfortunate enough that the opportunity doesn't present itself to say a daily rosary, uh, if you can say all 15 mysteries of the rosary on a, a, on a Saturday, uh, that's an excellent discipline to develop. So for right now, let's uh, put ourselves in the presence of God, pray for all those struggling with wrath, vanity, and uh, and uh, the inability to accept humili- uh, humiliation and humbling. And uh, for two uh, people trying to make their way into the faith. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Pater Noster, qui sancte sanctificeter nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut cielo et in terra, panum nostrum quotidianum de nobis hodie. et de nobis debita nostris, sicut et nos de minimus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libera nos amalo, amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta in murieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta in murieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei. Ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et en mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus, et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, nunc et mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus Tecum. Ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et ora mortis nostre. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia Plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tu in Mulieribus, et Benedictus Fructus Ventris tui Iesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei. Ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et ora mortis nostri. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia Plena, Dominus Tecum. Benedicta tu in moriribus, et Benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et in ora mortis nostrae. Amen. Gloria Patri, et Filio, et Spiritui Sancto, siccura rat principio, et nunc, et semper, et in seculis seculorum. Amen. Salve Regina, Mater Misericordia, Vita Dolcedo et Spes nostra. Salve! Ad te clamamos, exulis filia evi, ad te suspiramus, gementes et flentes en haclacramarum vale. Ea ergo, advocata Nostra, ilos e tuos misericordes oculos ad nos converte. Et Jesum beatum fructum ventris tui, nobis postoc exilium ostente. O Clemens, O Pia. Virgo Maria. Ora per nobis, sancta Dei ut digni officiamo per Christi. Aremus. Pour forth we beseech thee, O Lord, thy grace into our hearts, that we to whom the incarnation of Christ, thy Son, was made known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. For those making their way into the faith, St. Dominic, great worker of conversion through the power of the Holy Rosary, pray for the servant and handmaiden of God, who enlivened by a desire for truth, now approach him to know him by name and in truth, and to behold his glory. St. Dominic, pray for us. For all of us, in all of our struggles, against all of our vices, St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan, and all evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. Sacritissimum Coriesu miserere in nobis. Sacritissimum Corriezum, miserere nobis. Sacritissimum Coriesu ad regnum tu. In the paci, se et spiritus sancti. Amen. Well, as I think I kind of hinted at, uh, and drawing us into the prayers that we wanted to say, uh, the... Uh, the I got into a rather silly little spat recently, and I don't mean to talk about myself, that's not the point of all of this, uh, or to inflate myself or anything like that. But I found myself humbled, and it was one of those strange things where you have an experience, and you hate the experience, and then immediately thereafter, God sends you a lesson of some sort uh, that uh, that is meant to Get you to think about the experience differently, and uh it, actually I got into two separate fights one one involved my wife and the other involved two completely anonymous individuals online. The internet really is a terrible thing; it can draw you into such uh, these it, it places you in this in this spot where you you really are filled with all these vain ideas about how important it is to to uh, uh, for, to demonstrate to others. Uh, some point that you're trying to make, or to to, uh, to correct misconceptions that you think they have. It's the, uh, the opinion of others seems to matter so much on the internet, in a way that it doesn't elsewhere. I'm not entirely sure why that is. I suppose anonymity has something to do with it, in a way, although you would think that anonymity would grant people the intellectual ability or psychological ability to part with themselves altogether it doesn't really have that effect as with most things you grant human beings more freedom they tend only to fall into more sin at any rate it was an interesting lesson after that to have read in the uh, imitation of Christ a particular passage that spoke about, that speaks about uh, well, it, it talks about humility and the way where we, whereby we obtain it, and I, it says, uh, it says, be not, be not concerned. I have to think about this for a moment. So, be not concerned who is for you, for, who is for thee, or against thee. But let it be thy business uh, that God be with thee he who has a good conscience God will sufficiently defend and he whom God will help no man can hurt if you can hold your peace you will see that the Lord will help you something along those lines anyway it uh, was a passage at the beginning of uh, I think it's chapter 13 uh, chapter 13 of the second book Going to do something that I don't recommend that you try at home. No, it's chapter two of book two. That's what it is. Went to grab the book real quick and open where my bookmark was. But uh, it's chapter two of book two. And there, there is this passage about keeping silence among other people there's other parts of the book where he talks about keeping silence among people making distance between yourself and people not getting caught up in petty quarrels and whatnot and uh, i think there's an also there's also a lesson there though here he's talking about keeping one's peace and letting god take one's side and in in a lot of cases where you hear people talk about keeping silence, it's in order to stay out of a petty quarrel of a purely worldly and secular nature. But there's also a drive on the, on the part of, I think, a lot of people to uh, go out and to correct as a means of their bearing witness, to correct, to clarify, to, um, to point out uh, nuances, to nitpick as well, and, and probably more than anything else, and the concern, you, you, everyone's heard it said that what's more, what's more important, the concern over uh, over being—if you're concerned over being right, the one who's right—well, that's rather lost, I think, in, uh, on a lot of people. That it's it's rather lost. That a lo- it's, <laughs> as my grandmother used to say, "I here, I'll, I'll spit it on the wall, and you can read it." Let me find my words for a moment. It is somewhat misleading to say it's a bad thing to want to be right. Everyone should want to be right. Obviously, you should want to be on the side of truth. It is another thing altogether, and the thing that is left off of that statement is it is a bad thing to want to be right in the sight of men. Christ is persecuted, and so we are persecuted. If they went after the master why would they not go after the servant if they're not going after the servant it's because they're not going after the master and we know that they went after Christ and they continue to go after Christ so by in turn his servants should all be suffering persecution and down through history they have but it is deeply frustrating to be to perceive ingratitude or injustice on the part of someone else towards yourself. And it happens a great deal when unsolicited advice is offered. Which is part of the reason why it's really a terrible thing to get into the habit of giving unsolicited advice. Although it does offer one thing, and that's an opportunity to experience a little bit of humility. When one is, and this especially happens on the internet... Uh, and you can have a situation in which it's impossible to engage fully with the, uh, uh, with the discussion, or one finds oneself misinterpreted and there's no way to reclaim it. The desire is always to correct a misinterpretation or a miscalculation, or, you know, this is that's the idea behind this, uh, l'esprit d'escavier, the, 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 the spirit of the stairs in French. Where if you walk away from a conversation, you think of, "Ah, oh, that's what I should have said there. And I would have won the whole thing. But really, it's a matter that shouldn't concern us at all. What we should have said and won the whole thing. Debates in general are things that are probably best avoided. In large part because they leave us with feelings of enmity whether we win or lose that are not easily broken or shaken and they follow us around and they drag us down like a like a shadow with weight to it imagine if your shadow had weight you wouldn't be able to move around too well at all, well these things are shadows behind us and, and they do have weight to them, when we keep memories of past wrongs and that sort of thing when we uh, cultivate a, a sort of um, continuous string of grievances which does happen there are enti- there are people that make entire lives out of this but even an ordinary person who otherwise is fairly merciful and, and and well and truly aligned with with christ's life and with christian teaching even then there can be a a bit of a tinge that never really goes away from these exchanges negative exchanges and the devil will take that tinge and try to turn it into a, a boiling, seething rage, a real sense of wrath and, and a lack of forgiving, a hardening of our heart, which is really a terrible thing. It also benefits us a great deal to be reminded that when we speak well, God speaks through us, and when we speak poorly, usually we're speaking ourselves. And so the humiliation that we experience. In many cases, it's humiliation we bring down on our own heads. But it's also humiliation, which if we can bear with it and move forward nevertheless, uh, that lifts us up. When we put the humiliation underneath us, when we let it roll off of us, it piles up underneath our feet and it lifts us higher. And so it's a good thing to be humiliated. It's usually God who's doing the humiliation through an agent that he has chosen. It's a good thing to be humiliated from time to time, especially if uh, one is trying to do something that one should not do, particularly when one is offering some kind of unsolicited advice or uh, feels the need to justify oneself in some way. Christ never justified himself. And it's, it's probably a good habit for us to get into to avoid it ourselves. Even if we are in the right, there's a great benefit of accepting a cross that is not necessarily ours, accepting a flogging that we did not deserve, because it unites us with Christ in a deep and intimate way. When we're trying to deal with other people, rather than seeking opportunities to exalt ourselves in conversation we really ought to be looking for opportunities to be silent because it reminds us that we do not stand on our own now of course it's one thing to be silent in the face of great evil and to stand up and denounce an evil or to admonish is of course and to instruct, instruct the ignorant and admonish sinners are both spiritual works of mercy so it's not that we should always keep silent necessarily but we should weigh ourselves we should weigh our efforts uh, as best as we can, and be very cautious and prudent in going forward, especially in cases of complete anonymity, because oftentimes it's not charity at all that we're pursuing, but our own self-aggrandizement. And when God humbles us after that, he's really shown us tremendous mercy because he's offered us a term, an opportunity to take this evil, this self-aggrandizement, and turn it into a cross that we can bear. And that's really what what Kempis is getting at, I think, when we, he tells us to to keep our our silence and not look for the reputation of men, not concern ourselves with what people may think of us after the fact. If we've if we're humbled in an argument, if we're turned to silence, and someone else feels satisfaction at having turned us to silence let them feel satisfaction the satisfaction that they carry with them from that moment is temporary, just as the satisfaction of winning an argument, particularly anonymous arguments online are are likewise uh, matters of indifference they're what's the word I'm looking for illusory, not illusory they're vain, they're vain they're all puffed up and hollow and in many ways the anonymity of the internet because it opens people to attack in this way can serve a purpose of our amendment in humbling us because it gives God more opportunity to turn our own arrogance into humility into humiliation and humility and so my prayer today is that all of us suffer humiliations (laughs) and that sounds like a strange prayer but it's a right prayer that all of us suffer some humiliations that we can then in turn take and shape into uh, something that carries us higher Humiliations that we can shape into our own humility before God and a faith in God. If God be for us, who can be against us? But we can only make God for us by stop being for ourselves, by breaking off the old alliances that we have with the self and forming a new one with God. And it is my prayer that everyone is successful in that that God sends us the correct humiliations according to our needs, and that from these humiliations we learn the humility that is necessary to stand before the throne of God. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.